It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary, hosted by me, Spencer. Um, I I was gonna say something, then I forgot, or maybe I just had nothing, and I just wanted to say something. Hi, hi, everybody. How are you? Uh, yesterday. We put in a new air conditioner because in Chicago, it is getting hot, hot, hot. It was, uh, the car said 97 degrees when I got in the car yesterday after work. And uh, I know that that doesn't compare to what some other places in the world see or what Chicago is going to get like. But, oh, it was so gross and hot yesterday. And getting an air conditioner in a window that's like 80 years old is make sure that it's like the level is correct and it's a big old pain in the butt. But we did it. And now our third floor place is not muggy as hell. Did you need to know any of that? Probably not. The first word in this episode is easily. You can say easily or easily. Two syllables, three syllables, E-A-S-I-L-Y, adverb from the 13th century. We did not put the AC unit in the window easily. It was not, not easy to do. Okay, number one, in any easy manner or without difficulty, as in one easily. Oh, the, the one team... They were so good compared to the other team. They just won the game easily. 2A, without question, or by far. Without question, that's the first part. The second part is by far, as in, was easily the best meal I've ever had. I don't know if I could say that. I've had some some really good meals, but if it's easily... By far, does that mean that I've had so many bad meals in my life and then all of a sudden this one is like so noticeably better than all of the other ones? I don't know. I don't know. To be at the minimum and then also at least as in costs easily twice as twice as much. It's at least twice as much, maybe even more than twice as much. This thing is so much more expensive. Maybe the best meal I've ever had was easily two two to three times as much money as all of the other meals I've ever had combined. Number three, who this is the the synonym is the 10B definition for the word well, W-E-L-L, as in, it could easily have been me. It, it could have been me. It could well have been me. Might as well have been me. It was me. I admit it. It was me. Could have easily been me. I don't know if I did it, but it could have been me. Uh, okay, we have a lot of East words, and I want to come up with a sound effect. What, what sound effect is uh, an Easterly sound effect? What's going to the East? Does it, does it sound like, Foo! Or does it sound like, woo? Or does it sound like, woo, woo, woo? I don't know which one. Let's just do the first one. Foo. That's east. The first form of the word east, adverb 
from before the 12th century, to, toward, or in the east. To the east, toward the east, or in the east is east. So, this is from the Old English, east, akin to the Old High German, Ostar, which means to the east. Also, from the Latin, Aurora, which means dawn. Not entirely sure how that is connected to east, but, uh, you know, obviously dawn is in the east of the planet, the earth. Um, Also, from the Greek, Eos or Hios, And it doesn't say what that means, but I'm going to assume it means east. Maybe dawn, but probably east. So I guess maybe what this is saying is that the word east basically just comes from the word dawn. Uh, hmm, that's that's interesting. We we're just describing that direction as where the dawn is. Whew. The second form of east is an adjective from before the 12th century. Number one, situated toward or at the east, as in an east window. Also is it, uh, no, number two, coming from the east, as in an east wind. I always get confused by the winds. If it's an east wind, now this is saying it is coming from that direction. It's not going to the east, it's coming from the east. So... So, it's it's an east wind. It's going from east to west, probably. Uh, and that's what that means. So, don't you forget it. Phew! That, uh, that wind, that sound effect that I just made is going to the east. So, that would be a west wind. The third form of east is a noun from before the 12th century. 1A. The general direction of sunrise. Also... The direction toward the right of one facing north. So the first part is the sun The sun is rising in the east generally. Now here's the thing. If you don't know, uh, it, it shifts throughout the year. So if you're in the northern hemisphere um, in the summertime, the sun sets more towards the northeast. It's, it's shifted towards the north. It's not directly east. It's maybe closer to the northeast. And then, also, if you're in the northern hemisphere in the winter, it's the opposite. The sun is uh, rising uh, and more the, more towards the southeast. And then, of course, it's all opposite in the southern hemisphere. So that's why it's in the general direction of the sunrise. Over there, generally, on the average, is east. And then the second part of the definition said, the direction toward the right of one facing north. So if you are standing at the equator, and you are looking towards the uh, to- straight north, towards the uh, the northern hemisphere, the uh, the North Pole. Uh, then to your right is east. One B, the compass point directly opposite to west. Why does it say to west and not from west or of west? I'm sure there's some good reason for that. West is the opposite of east. So, number two, uh, it's all capitalized. Number two is capitalized. 2A, regions lying to the east of a specified or implied point of orientation. 2B, regions having a culture derived from ancient, non-European, especially Asian areas. 
So this is uh, India, China, Japan, Taiwan, all of those areas. They're, they're not European. They're more Asian. They're on the continent of Asia, probably. And uh, we just call that whole area, those regions, those cultures, we call that the East. And then, you know, Europe and America, Mexico, South America, North America, Canada, all that. Those would be the West. Uh, why? Why? Well, you know, av- on, on average, uh, when you look at a map, you see uh, Africa in the middle there, Africa and Europe in the middle. And, uh, you know, North America is to the West and China and all those areas are to the east, and so that's why you do it. But you know why we could have uh, we could have looked at it the other way. We could have seen North America on the right side, the east side of the map, and China and all those on the left side, the west side, and then it would have been would have been backwards. So who who decided? When did we decide that that's how we're going to look at the map? We're going to look at the world. There's no center point of of the Earth other than literally the the axis in the middle that's not what we look at on a map though on the outside there's no center point it's all it's just arbitrary it's like it's like the uh new year's eve uh, new year's that's that's kind of an arbitrary point that we decided on um relatively arbitrary i should say so uh but yeah those those regions over there over there on the other side of the world they're the east number 3 the altar end of a church. Hmm. The altar. So where the altar is in a church is the east. Now, does that mean that it is always towards the east? Or is it just some general name? Why? Why? Maybe they used to be like that, but I can't imagine that the altar side of a church is always to the east. That doesn't make sense. For is often capitalized. For a the one of four positions at 90 degree intervals that lies to the east or at the right of a diagram and so yeah we don't we're not literally talking about the world here necessarily it could, you just make a diagram you know there's an up down left right and uh, even in those things anything towards the right is to the east but why this four the first part of that the one of four positions at 90 degree intervals that lies to the east, how is that different from 1B, the compass point, directly opposite to west? Uh, the, you know, on a compass, they got north, south, east, west. Those are all 90 degrees apart from each other. So there's something, there's something different about those, I guess, that, you know, one's literally on a compass. The other one is just the general idea of north, south, east, west. I don't know. I don't know how it's different exactly other than that. Uh, but for B, a person as a bridge player occupying this position in the course of a specified activity. So there's four players in bridge, so I guess you could call them north, south, east, west. But how do you know where, who's, who gets to be north? How, where do you begin? What's the rule about that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. The east, the, the person, the bridge player who's at the east is to the right of who of of what of the person who's south but why is who's who gets to be south you get what i'm saying sound effect eastbound that sound effect went eastbound adjective from 1880 traveling or heading east 
There was that silly movie with John Candy, Wagons East. That's not usually how the wagons went. Go into the east, eastbound, and down. East by north. Three words from 1656. A compass point that is one point north of due east. One point north. Now, now would this be would this be northeast? Is this the same thing? Hmm. I don't really know the points east by north, but it does give uh, it gives um, a latitude and a longitude. So it says north seventy eight degrees and forty five. Is this minutes? Forty five minutes east. It says uh, forty five. There's a little apostrophe to show that. You know what? I got a computer here. I'm gonna I'm gonna type these numbers right here into my computer, and let's see what we get. Uh, th- that's that's not helpful at all. North seventy eight forty five east. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I may maybe I have to type in the full numbers. North seventy eight. 45 east what is this i don't know find longitude and latitude 40 no that's 45 north 78 west that's not at all what i wanted this isn't helping you're google you're not helping at all um maybe i need to type in this we'll just try one more thing and then we'll do that uh nah nah that's fine um, so I think north 78 degrees, so that would be 78 degrees from zero, which would be the equator, and the north pole would be 90 degrees, so that's pretty far up there. And then the 45, is it the 45 from, I don't know, I think, I think, I think we got to stop with this one. We got to move on to the next one, which is similar, <sighs> east by south. Now, now, there is one other thing that I could do here. I can type in just the phrase, east by north. I should really have a computer here every time I do this. And I want an image. I want an image of this thing. Why can't I see an image? Where's, where's the images for east by north? Now, it's showing the compass points, northeast. Does this one show east by north? No, I don't see anything there. Where where are you east by north? <sighs> this is this is not. I mean, it could just be northeast, but you'd think that they would put in the synonym northeast, right? <sighs> okay. Well, the next one is east by south. Three words from the 14th century. So why is east by north from 1656 and east by south is the 14th century? That's like that's like 300 years difference. Well, it is a compass point that is one point south of due east. And this one is south 78 degrees, 45 minutes east. I think that might be minutes. I'm not sure. A lot of us don't really use those minutes and seconds things. We're just used to uh, degrees. Um, Maybe I'll put some information in the show notes if I find additional stuff to say. Is this northeast and southeast? Is it something else? We'll never know. East Caribbean dollar. Two words. East and Caribbean are both capitalized. Noun from circa 1974. A basic monetary unit shared by a number of islands of the British West Indies. 
Um, and it doesn't say uh, if this was uh, st- if they stopped using this at any point. So maybe they're still using it. The East Caribbean dollar. <laughs> Easter is next. Uh, when was Easter? It was only a couple of months ago, right? Was it, I think, April, maybe like a month and a half ago from when I'm recording? Oh, I forgot to say. I am recording this on June 1st. Um, probably, yeah, I started at about 7.10 a.m. here in my work office. And um, so, yeah, Easter was about a month and a half ago. But for you, it was uh, multiple months ago. Um, okay, what is Easter? Capital E. Noun from before the 12th century, it is a feast. This is, of course, if you if you believe in this this religion's uh, ideas of things, um, it is a feast that commemorates Christ's resurrection and is observed with variations of date due to different calendars on the first Sunday after the Paschal full moon. I'm assuming Paschal is like maybe springtime, the first full moon, the first Sunday after the full moon in the spring, the beginning of the spring or late winter, something like that. Uh, let's see, what what other things do we have to say here? The etymology is from the Old English Easter, akin to the Old High German Osterun, which says it's plural, it's Easter plural. From also from Old English East, which means East. So, well, okay. So I'm not I'm not taking this literally, but because we saw that the word East comes from dawn, then maybe this is like oh, when Christ was resurrected, it's like the dawn of Christ coming back. So that's why it's Easter, dawner. I don't know, but I feel like there's a lot more to the etymology. I remember watching, I read the book, and then I watched that the first season of that show, American Gods, and one of the characters was Easter, but it was pronounced different, and there's a whole, like, pagan thing, I think, about this, too. I definitely am going to put a link in the show notes for Easter, because there's a lot, there's a lot more going on that I think most people are aware of, and I can't remember all of it, but it's, there's something there. Uh, and yes, of course, if you believe in Christ and that he was resurrected, uh, this is, uh, this is a feast. Oh, yay, we're gonna have a big old party. Like, Christ is back. Yay, let's have a party, dude. Yeah, let's do that. Now, there is a chart. There's a chart here. Um, it shows Easter dates, and there's a little superscript one that means these are for Western churches, and so there's I believe there's like Greek Orthodox uh, Easter time, which is a different time. So this is specifically talking about the Western Church's Easter dates. And it literally goes through like 14 years. But here's the thing. Because this book is a little old, the very last year is 2022, which is last year for me. So it gives the dates of Ash Wednesday and Easter for each of those years. And of course, I have to read all of this. So let's just do it real quick. 2009, Ash Wednesday was on February 25th. In case you are curious about the last 15 years or so, uh, 14 years. When was Ash Wednesday 14 years ago? Well, it was February 25th. And then Easter was on April 12th. 2010. Ash Wednesday, February 17th, Easter, April 4th. You can see 
there's a big difference in uh, in dates because of when when does the full moon land? We got to adjust Ash Wednesday and Easter accordingly. Um, and what is it? Is it is it forty days? No, no. It looks like it's closer to about two weeks between Ash Wednesday and Easter, right? Yeah, it's about two weeks, it looks like. Well, it'd probably be like two and a half weeks, maybe. Four, 12, 13, 14, 15. Yeah, just about two weeks. Um, okay, 2011, Ash Wednesday, March 9th, Easter, April 24th. Oh, no, actually, I sorry, I skipped a whole month. So, yeah, this must be 40 days. Because if we do, if we use our little Google thing again, days between, I'm, I'm using one hand to type this, Days between February uh, February 25th and April, this is live, people, April 12th. Um, Enter. Hit enter. Go, please. I don't want images. I want all. Uh, Okay, 49 days between April, uh, between February 25th and April 12th. So, uh, you know, I knew there was something about 40 days, but I guess it's maybe that starts at a different time. I'm not a religious person. I don't remember these things. 2012, Ash Wednesday, February 22nd, Easter, April 8th. 2013, Ash Wednesday, February 13th, Easter, March 31st. 2014, Ash Wednesday, March 5th, Easter, April 20th. 2015, Ash Wednesday, February 18th, Easter, April 5th. 2016, Ash Wednesday, February 10th, 20th? Easter, March 27th. 2017, Ash Wednesday, March 1st, Easter, April 16th. 2018, Ash Wednesday, February 14th, Easter, April 1st. 2019, Ash Wednesday, March 6th, Easter, April 21st. 2020, Ash Wednesday, February 26th, Easter, April 12th. 2021, Ash Wednesday, February 17th, Easter, April 4th. 2022, Ash Wednesday, March 2nd, Easter, April 17th. And let's do a quick Google search for when were these in 2023 and when will they be in 2024. So, one second on that. So, Ash Wednesday, which is the first day of Lent in 2023, was February 22nd, and in 2024, it will be February 14th, Valentine's Day. So now, let's look up when was Easter on 2023. I'm not going to go past 2024. Uh, Let's see, what are Easter dates for 2023? April 9th. April 9th was in 2023, and next year, April um, Easter 2024 is March 31st. Now you can plan all of your Easter things. And now we shall move on with the last few words in this episode. Easter egg, two words. Easter is still capitalized. Noun from 1737. One, an egg that is dyed and sometimes decorated, and that is associated with the celebration of Easter. I guess it's because it's new rebirth springtime. That's probably why we have the eggs. 
Um, we never dyed eggs in our household. We didn't do the thing where you dip the egg into the colors and make them all pretty and pastel-y. We did not do that. What we did do, we did decorate eggs. What we did do, because, you know, we're a super artsy-fartsy family, uh, we would get markers and we would just draw things on the eggs. Of course, they had to be hard-boiled. We would draw faces or patterns or just anything anything and uh, I don't know if we have any pictures of our of our eggs but if I if I can find some pictures of our old Easter eggs when I was a kid I will post those on social media um, yeah it was a lot of fun it was like it was a whole family thing we would sit there for a while and just just draw with random markers sharpies whatever it was and uh, you know sometimes if the egg got cracked a little bit the marker would go in so you didn't probably want to eat those but um, as long as it didn't seep into the egg, I think you were okay. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It's a good way to uh, use those creative juices. What are you going to draw on this weird shape? Number two for Easter egg. A hidden feature in a commercially released product as software or a DVD. Uh, we see Easter eggs in so many kinds of ways. If you pop in one of those old DVDs and you navigate through the menu, you might find a button that was hidden that you didn't see before. Or uh, what we see usually is in movies like Pixar, especially, they'll throw in visual Easter eggs of you know characters from past movies or future movies. Uh, so yeah, it's always fun to find those visual Easter eggs in a, a movie or something. Easter lily. Two words. Easter is still yet again capitalized. Noun from 1877. Any of several white cultivated lilies that bloom in early spring. And that is why they are called Easter lily because that is when Easter is. Um, one of these, uh, the species names is lily, Lilium longiflorum. Lilium longiflorum. Wonderful. A beautiful Easter lily. All right, one more word. Easterly. First form. E-A-S-T-E-R-L-Y. Adjective or adverb from 1548. One. Situated toward or belonging to the east, as in the easterly shore of the lake. I live on Lake Michigan. That's where Chicago is located. And Lake Michigan is very uh, vertical, very north-south. And so there's a really, really long westerly shore and a really, really long easterly shore. And so on really, really clear days, uh, especially at night, you you can see city lights on the easterly shore of the lake where Michigan is. It's uh, not very common. I don't, I haven't looked a lot, but I think you can see sometimes the easterly shore. Kinda, kinda. Number two, coming from the east, as in an easterly storm. And now I need to go back to that, uh, yes, the wind example. Coming from the east is an east wind. And also here, easterly, coming from the east, an easterly storm. Easterly or east, either one is fine for wind and things. All right, it is time to pick a word of the episode. Uh, What do we got? We had easily, east, 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 
eastbound, east by north, east by south, east Caribbean dollar, Easter, Easter egg, Easter lily, and Easterly. Uh, yes, you know, I didn't, uh, I wasn't feeling real strong about most of these, um, so I'm going to pick Easter egg as the word of the episode. Um, I don't, I don't really celebrate Easter anymore, uh, you know, unless the family wants to get together. Not a common thing for us, um, so I'm not, I'm not decorating Easter eggs, uh, but I do have a lot of fond memories of decorating the Easter eggs with markers, and so now... Spencer, you have forced yourself to come up with a song about Easter eggs. Hmm, let's get in the zone. The Easter zone. Drawing, I'm drawing on an Easter egg. I got my markers, I got my sharpies, I got all the colors. I'm gonna put them on the Easter egg. The Easter egg is getting colored by me with colored markers and i'm gonna draw a weird face i'm a it's gonna be a weird face i don't know the the songs the the songs that come out of my brain are very strange uh but you got you got a song you got a song and i hope that uh, has just really made your day easter egg all right i got no uh no more movies to talk about i don't i haven't seen a movie uh since since uh the last one in the last episode so you're just going to have to hold on to that for a while. I got I got more movies coming. Don't worry about that. This is the end of the episode. Uh, we got a few more East words coming up. Actually, all of the words in uh, tomorrow's episode are all East related. Thank you for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.